0: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
1: A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
0: Wait! Did we just invent California?
1: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
0: Hey, it's Tom Payne, also known as Jesus from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast.
2: Tom Payne! Probably wondering why I played Tom Payne. Well, I'll tell you in a couple of minutes.
3: Okay, I might have some idea I
2: don't know. Well, you saw it.
3: I don't know if we're talking about the same thing.
2: Well, Tom Payne did something on Instagram, and yeah. it, a lot of people have done things on Instagram this week who are part of the Walking Dead family, and some of them contractually probably should not have. Naughty. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk about that. Yes. And the stupid headphone jack still, still has doesn't a short work day. I don't know how many episodes that is, but it's time to fix the damn headphone jack. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get to all of that as we go on. Yes. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 139.
3: 139.
2: It's not in the title anymore, but we are going to tell you the episode number It matters. Somebody tweeted at me a couple days ago and said, hey, I finished all the episodes of the Brooklyn Boys podcast, which, of course, is the other podcast that I'm yeah. on. And I said, well, what number? So I'm, I'm going to start walking the, your walking, uh, Walkers and Talkers podcast. What episode should I start with? Which number is, one. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Number one's not posted. <gasps> what? So number two. Yeah, number one, I, I told you the story behind episode one, which is why it's not there, which throws me off, because every time I, po- I post an episode in the, the back end posting Does the site- Does it
3: drive
2: you crazy? It drives me crazy, because it'll say, <laughs> if I want to like post episode 139, it'll say, this is the 138th episode. Oh, no. So I feel like either I have to put like an episode up twice, yeah. or find the audio from episode one
3: to balance it out. But
2: you uh, you weren't on episode 1. No. And it, it wasn't a great episode. There was a sound problem and Oh I, no. Yeah, so I never posted it cuz it didn't sound right. Oh. And technically, I did a version of Walkers and Talkers with um a former producer on the Observer Morning I Show. Do you remember that? With Lauren? Yes. And I've told this story before. I did the podcast cuz I love Walk the Walking Dead. Yeah. But I really did the first, I think we did like three episodes.
3: Oh, that's <laughs> because I,
2: because I love the name Walkers and Talkers and I wanted to do something with it. Yeah. And so uh, we did the podcast because I'm like, I got to do something with the name Walkers and Talkers. Yeah. Let's do a podcast. So Lauren and I did three episodes. I want to say like 2000. It was a while ago. It was ago. season three of The Walking wow. Dead ish because uh, Andrew was still alive. Spoiler Andrew's dead. Uh, maybe it was. Uh, so, six years ago, maybe? It was a long time. Long time ago. So, we could be up to, you know, three, four hundred at this point. Whatever. Yeah. I'm not doing the math. Don't tweet me. No. <laughs> My point is, um, there's no episode one posted. Okay. Okay. Anyway, this is episode 139.
3: 139.
2: So, let's talk about the Instagram stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Jesus first. Okay. You could find him at the t Pain. Right? Yep. The T Pain, P A Y N E.
3: P A Y.
2: P A Y N E, right? Yep. The T Pain. He posted a picture of all his long hair with Whee! rubber bands around the bases on the countertop. He cut all his long hair off.
3: He did.
2: And all he wrote was new beginnings. Yeah. Now, Jesus is dead. Yes, he is. I mean, clearly. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, Jesus yeah. is dead. Spoiler, Jesus is dead. More ways than one. In real life and in, yeah, spoiler everywhere. Yeah. Uh. So he's done with the character. Unless, in one of the flashbacks, he had short hair, he's done. And
3: or if he is part of the movie at some point. I mean, there are wigs. You know. There are
2: wigs and whatever, but he uh, he wouldn't be in the movies because he died before Rick came back.
3: Yeah,
2: um. And, oh, spoiler, Jesus is dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's not coming back.
3: Okay.
2: Um, mm. But he he may have a new TV show. Oh. So there's a pilot that was either... There was, was a table read for a pilot. So pilot meaning the episode that they... They ship around to the networks and see if
3: they like it. See if
2: they like it. Sometimes it airs, sometimes it doesn't. And it starred the guy who starred as Iron Fist on Netflix, okay, and who who you know knew knew was training karate or martial arts the same way that uh, Tom Payne is. Tom Payne. Tom Payne. And I thought he was just horrifically bad on Iron Fist, and Tom Payne just replaced him on this show. So apparently, they did a table read, which is when you sit around the table yeah. and you read the script and you run through it. With all the other actors. And yeah. I guess they thought he was so terrible. I guess they didn't watch Iron Fist because he was terrible. Yeah. That they replaced him with Tom Paine. Oh. <laughs> so he has a job. Wow. Well, if the show gets picked up at his well, job. Well,
3: he's a phenomenal actor, so.
2: He's good. And he took a picture with us and he's short.
3: He's so sweet. He's a great hugger. Great. By he's
2: the a great. Yes. I'll tell you, the cast of The Walking Dead, they really good huggers.
3: They really are. They really give you a good one.
2: I feel like when characters die, I want to yell, no, don't kill him. He's a good hugger. Or <laughs> she's a good hugger. Um speaking of, well, we'll talk about characters dying. There's a there's a red theory going around. Uh let's see. Okay, he's talking about Instagram. Brett Butler, who plays Tammy Rose.
3: Tammy Rose, yeah.
2: Now, I'm I've been hedging for a while now with talking about the comic books versus the TV show. Yes. Okay. And the fair coming up. Yeah. Now, look, if you read any websites, there's teasers. We talked last week about Kari Payton saying there's going to be shocking moments coming up and shocking deaths.
3: Yes. Uh, So, uh.
2: for those of you that follow the comics, there are a a bunch of shocking things happening soon.
3: Yes, you've been insinuating that.
2: And on the show, I believe there's going to be a bunch of shocking things happening soon. Mm. Very soon. Like, episode 15 is the fair. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I thought it was going to be the season cliffhanger and we would see silhouettes of the shocking events, which would have been an awesome cliffhanger, uh, but a terrible thing to do to people. Terrible. Because the Glenn thing, although it was awesome, pissed a lot of people off. Oh, I was
3: so mad over that.
2: So there will actually be an episode 16. So let's talk about Brett Butler official. Um, she wrote, it was awesome working with John Finn and the best crew. Hardest working, friendliest lot, which matters on long, hot days. Thanks to Angela Kang for casting me. Oh, uh, she was holding a baby. It yeah. was a scene holding the baby on the show.
3: Yeah.
2: Our good friend took a screenshot of our next to last appearance on The Walking Dead.
3: Oh God, she's turning into cutlets.
2: Plus, we kicked major zombie ass on this particular episode. That's the one where she jumped off the cart and she was stabbing. Yeah. Her, um, on this particular episode, and are pretty sure we won't get to do this again. Hmm. That says to me, Tammy Rose is dying.
3: Uh, Yeah, 100%. That's or, what that sounds like. Or,
2: or, or, it's a huge misdirection. And then Angel Theory, which, by the way, sounds like a noun. Yeah. But it's her name. She plays Kelly. Yeah. Connie's sister. Hard of hearing sister. Connie's deaf. Kelly's hard of hearing on in real life and on the show. So she talks. Yeah. But she doesn't hear very well. And in real life, she was hearing aids, but she can't walk on hearing aids on The Walking No. Day. Anyway, I told you I worried for... At least one of them.
3: You did. You've been saying this for a while.
2: Because other people now, they've shown us speaking sign language. And they've shown Connie writing notes. Yep. So it's not like, well, if her sister dies, she's lost. She's helpless. Now, in the comics, when the series of awful events happen, one member of Magna's group dies. Okay. And that's why they join the fight against the Whisperers. Okay. So I feel like to bond them into the show, a member of the show... Of the Magna Group on the TV show may meet uh, a grizzly end before the season's over. Yeah, to to make them want to take up the cause of everyone else's cause.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Yes.
2: Okay. After everything happens, I can go back and give details. I don't give any details, but my not a spoiler. My theory, my angel theory.
3: <laughs> I just knew you were going to say that.
2: I just i that wasn't planned. Yeah, I just yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um. So she wrote on her Instagram. This was a fun experience with great people. Was was again that sense. says to me, yet it, yeah,
3: yet yeah. it, yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. I'm quoting yeah Seth Meyers bit, you burn, <laughs> yet yeah it. So, so that's two right there. Uh, that if if Instagram is accurate, they have nothing to lose.
3: And didn't you say that? And with
2: Kari Payton acting and it's going on t- Talking Dead and saying shocking deaths coming, and
3: he's grown his hair back. That, that's
2: three people that have hinted and said too much unless they don't care anymore.
3: Yeah. And he's growing his hair back.
2: Yes. He's not shaving his head. Well the season they fin- they finished well, filming. That's true, but... he could be growing his hair back. So that's that's three right there.
3: And didn't you say Angel Theory pulled it down?
2: Yeah, that's gone.
3: So that's But Brett of...
2: Butler has not. No, Maybe she because is not. she's an established actress and feels like I can get away with whatever yeah, I she want. Doesn't care. And Angel Theory, this is her first acting gig. Maybe it doesn't want to doesn't want to ruin it. Uh there is There's a few trailers, if you haven't seen them yet, rush to YouTube and get them. Uh, One is Michonne Pregnant. It's the first few minutes of season 9, episode 14. So RJ is a real boy. Well, no, 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 I never, but. Okay.
3: There's another trailer.
2: Hold on. So the trailer shows her pregnant with Daryl, the first few minutes of the next episode. Yeah. And they're looking for Rick's body along the water, Mm -hmm. which is when they find his gun. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. They obviously don't find a body, but that gives the impression maybe they thought he was alive or, you know, if he died, he would have turned into a walker and walked away. And walked off. I was watching a YouTube video where the guy said, yeah, if Rick had died, they would have found him on the side of the river. No. No. Uh, he would have turned to a walker. I was going to
3: say he would have turned and walked away. Right.
2: That's what walkers do. They walk. Unless yeah. unless he died and landed on a branch through his brain. Yeah. Other than that, if he's dead, he wouldn't be there necessarily. True. So they haven't seen Walker, Rick. No, they haven't. Now, they might assume he was blown to bits. Yeah. yeah. But we'll find out, because this episode is a good part flashbacks. We're going to find out this week about the scars.
3: Okay. Yeah, I want to know about that.
2: The, uh, well, we'll talk about what the synopsis is for episode 14. So there's a, there's a red theory. You know, the red wedding. No spoilers. Game of Thrones. So in looking at last week's episode, a lot of people were holding red objects or mm-hmm. sitting next to red objects. So there's or wearing red objects so people think those people might be the ones to go because it'll be a you know if if people die in whatever may happen you know so um i, I don't want to give too much away but there was a red lantern on the cart that Tammy was sitting next to yeah henry was sitting next to a red lantern i don't think henry's dying
3: no i don't either i don't either too much too much story N- for him coming
2: nabila out. has a red no, red head covering no, no, no. Oh,
3: she has three babies now.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Okay, so looking back at last week's episode, Gage, Addie, and Rodney, I feel like one of them's going to die. We've talked about this. Glasses. I feel like glasses is an indicator. I feel like if you saw a dead Addie.
3: You'd recognize her.
2: In the way that may be coming up.
3: You'd, you'd be like, oh, oh that's, that's Addie. Addie. <laughs> right. As <laughs> not, opposed, funny.
2: To, As opposed to if you saw Gabe... You might go, "Who's that punk ass?" Right? You wouldn't <laughs> Who's
3: that punk ass? necessarily
2: know it was him if he was on. if he was dead or had turned to a walker, whatever. Yeah. I feel like, based on the comics, people who have we've talked about this have things that make them stand apart. Yeah. When you look at their
3: like Tammy faces, like Rose and her head scarf, head
2: scarf, right? If you had long dreadlocks, let's say. I'm just, there's yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, if there's you, things. If you had hoop earrings or whatever. Anyway. Hoop earrings. Um, so these are the things in the comics that were very apparent that helped you identify yeah. who you might be might be looking at. All right. There's also people now, we're talking about Ozzy, the, the, the head of the uh, Highwaymen. Yeah. He looks characteristically like Jerry. A little bit. So... People are on online are saying, well, if you saw, let's say, down the road, again, I don't know anything. Okay. If you saw a Walker Ozzie or a, you know, a a, a reanimated Ozzie, you might for a second think it was Jerry. The same way when you saw the black woman with the dreads. Oh, we thought it you was. thought Heath. it was Heath. Yeah. Deli- or the blonde in fear, you thought it was Madison. At the hotel. Right. Yep. So the show's been known to do that where they kill people. They like
3: to mind F us. Right.
2: Who look this like, is what they do. and they go, Oh, oh, I thought it was, uh, it's not. It's not. And so, Core, uh, Connie, again, they don't look alike. I'm not insinuating they look alike. I'm just saying people online are saying that silhouette wise, Nora, who's now on the council, who yelled at um, Maggie, not Maggie, uh, Michonne, that they wanted to go to the fair. Yeah. She could be misconstrued for Connie if you looked very quickly and it was a walker. It's the hair. Similar, yeah. similar shape of the hair. Yeah. Length of the hair. Yeah, curly. They don't to me they don't look any alike. I'm not implying they do. No.
3: But, but it's but, like Keith with the dreadlocks.
2: Right. So people I'm are, sorry, Heath. Heath. So people are like figuring out lookalikes, going, Oh, I wonder if that person's gonna like was Ozzy cast on the show because he has a fat face with a beard that looks like Jerry a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if Ozzy's staying. He's a he's a well he's a fairly well known actor. Yeah. So, who's to say? Okay. Um, okay, so one trailer is what I told you about. It's the f- first few minutes. It's not easy to find. It probably, by when you time you hear this, no, it'll be pulled I, down you again. you told
3: me about it. I was looking, and I was struggling a little bit.
2: There's a, another trailer where Michonne is on the front steps of a house in Alexandria, sitting on the steps, talking to Lydia. Yeah. And she's talking about the importance of protecting her family, and what's important. And she said if if I knew that I was at a risk to my family, I would leave. Yeah. And she's sort of saying if if you know, if if you care about the people you care about, you would not put yourself at first.
3: Stop being a narcissistic bitch.
2: And you would <laughs> you, you would leave. And she was sort of insinuating, Yeah Yeah, Lydia, maybe you maybe should leave. You
3: should go. This right. isn't about me, this is about you actually. Right,
2: you should leave. So
3: And Lydia's just staring at her. I don't know if she's like, picking up what she's putting down. Yeah, but... are
2: you saying I should <laughs> Yeah. I said that? Huh? Uh, Angela Kang, our showrunner of The Walking Dead.
3: She's so cute. She
2: explained the Highwaymen logo, which we thought was a stick figure with no head. Yeah. I I have to believe that they wanted us to think it was a stick figure with no head and made it look enough like what I'm about to tell you they're claiming it is Okay, that you can go, oh, I see that, but it's a stick figure with no head. I'm curious. It's sort of the apocalypse version of tagging or whatever saying that this is our territory is. uh, The symbol... It's a horizon, the straight line across, and then a road, the two lines, going up to meet the horizon at a point. So that was the idea behind that. I call 13 sixteenths bullshit on that. that. I don't know if I'm seeing that. So it's like two roads leading off into the distance. You know how they get narrower y- yeah, in the distance? Okay. And they lead off and then they hit to a road. Okay. These guys don't look like they're art guys. They're like, uh, I'm going to make a, you know. And who would know that? Who the
3: hell would Why not, wouldn't you I, just
2: put an H for the highwayman and be like, D-
3: Yeah, who H. the hell would actually know that?
2: Right? People are like, oh, it must be a hospital. Oh, then, then just write the highwayman.
3: HW. Oh, no, that's it. <laughs> IHM. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm tired, and it's The highway. I know highway men.
2: Okay, let me ask you a question. Speaking of not knowing how to abbreviate, there's a debate <laughs> going on here that people are fighting about. I, I can't abbreviate. I, As some people may know, as part of the iHeartRadio uh, family here in New mm-hmm. York City, one of the radio stations here is Power 105.1. Yeah. Power 105.1. And their morning show is The Breakfast Club. Yeah. The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, they're friends of ours. Like them or not, They're great people. We like them. They do a great show. Anyway, when people put in emails about our show, Elvis Duran Morning Show, they write EDMS. Yes. Right? Elvis
3: Duran Morning Show. Right.
2: The people drop the the. Elvis Duran Morning Show. No the. In terms of the initials. Yeah. Instead of writing the Breakfast Club, what would you write? What initials would you write? BC. Okay. Well, without dropping the the, yes. Oh,
3: TBC. TBC. The
2: Breakfast Club. Well, there's a small section of people. I'm assuming it's those people that say Valentine's Day um, with an M.
3: Who right? says that?
2: Oh, people. There's this. No, the, there's yeah. not. Yeah, you know this. No, people, I will tell you the. I'll, I'll tell you who it is right now. Okay. <laughs> and every time we're in a meeting with that person, we'll plan <laughs> no, things, and they'll horrible. go, "Oh, we've got a big event coming up for Valentine's Day." Wait, I'm like wait, it's I can't not Valentine's. It's not Valentine's Day. Where's is- this right now, getting this right from. now there's someone listening who's saying they know someone who says that. And unfortunately, if you're listening and you do say that, I apologize.
3: Where are they getting an M?
2: Listen, you know people say it. Ariana Grande sings about the ATM machine a new song. Oh, oh boy. Well, you know damn well it's an ATM. Because as everyone who listens to the Brooklyn Boys podcast knows, the M in ATM stands for machine. <laughs> it's not the ATM machine machine. Oh
3: man.
2: it's not the ATM machine. Right. It's not the automated teller machine machine, is what I meant to say.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Right. Okay. It's not the ICU unit.
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
2: and here I'm sorry, I gotta do this. I know people already know it's coming. It's not a VIN number. It's not a pin number. It's a pin, it's a VIN. Why? Because the N stands for number. Okay, <laughs> so not my a point pin is PIN number it's,
3: number. it's not a pin
2: number, it's a pin. Pin. When, when, it, when someone's I, on the phone says to me, Can I have the pin number? I'll say, You want my pin?
3: Oh no, you don't. Oh, yeah. oh you do, you do. Of course I do. The pin and the VIN.
2: Right, the pin and the VIN. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that you can say pin code. We digress. Pin code is still <laughs> slightly redundant, but it's you, right. Okay. Yeah. So that being said, Valentine's Day. So, uh, so anyway, those people.
3: Yeah.
2: There's a group of people here who refer to the Breakfast Club as TBF. No, uh, T. Uh, uh, yeah, TBF. No, uh, BFC. That's it, BFC. B- Breakfast Club. Breakfast. BFC. What? What? As if breakfast was two words. What? BFC Breakfast Club. That's not correct.
3: No, that's tragically wrong. Right. No, that's wrong. But
2: some of them are above me in the company, oh. and I don't want I can't I can't write back in the email. Yes, I would love to talk about the promotion with TBC. Oh. And I don't want to make it look like I'm so I just like, uh huh.
3: Oh, that's two separate words. Right. I mean it's one word. It's what, one word, what?
2: breakfast. Breakfast. Oh boy. It's actually break fast. I understand break that. Break fast. Right. Now, if you say, uh, oh, it's the break fast, because you're breaking the fast from sleeping all then night. Then that's two separate you could Well, you could, unless you're British, which is the break fast, and it's one word again.
3: Yeah. Oh. you wouldn't abbreviate the I breakfast can't club. not they're making fast a word. Oh,
2: boy. But it's breakfast club. Yeah. Right? Yeah. T B C. Right. Yeah. Okay. I
3: fully agree.
2: All right. That being said. Anyway. I'm calling bullshit on the sign. I get that it's a, it's a highway, and it, all right, we digress. Uh, let's see. Oh, so Angela says, we thought of them as if a mob moved into this territory that was created by a power vacuum after Carol took out Jed in that group when she famously set them on fire earlier in the season. We thought how interesting if the action that she took kind of stamped out one problem from her mind actually created the side problem. So, uh, and we like the fact that they're sort of morally ambiguous. You don't know if they're good or bad.
3: Yeah.
2: Or if they can just be bought to be good. Well... Like like the junkyard. I feel like this is the junkyard all over again. Yeah. You thought they were bad. Then you thought they were good. Then they were bad. Then they were bought. <laughs> then they
3: were bad. Then they were
2: deep down good. Then they were dead. Spoiler: they're dead. Ugh. Then Jadis was good. Then she was bad. was bad. I, and good, they're wearing bad, black. Bought. I think. Good they, bad bot. Right? Can we get some ambiguous people who wear white? Just like <laughs> uh, again, that's on preacher. Uh, as I know. With everyone in mm-hmm. white, in preacher, bad. So, the highwayman, I feel like, is the junkyard people again. Yeah. They're guns for hire. Uh, anyway, we wanted to tell the story of how groups coexist with each other or they don't. And there's certainly a very specific story with the Whispers that's happening. Um, they're, they're a different kind of group. And how do, you, how do you navigate? What are your borders? Where do you go? Um, I really don't see the highwayman as being good or evil. They're just people who exist in the world and they're trying to grapple with having neighbors just like our people are. And I feel like, and we'll talk about this when we review the episode, I feel like that's why Carol didn't want to kill them because she realized they may be in existence because she killed the last group. Uh-huh. So maybe is there a better way? Yeah. I think it's because she realizes they may be patrolling the streets now because killed the last group. She did. Mm-hmm. So here's some news. The second episode of Whiskey Cavalier had 5.31 million viewers. That's pretty The last good. episode of The Walking Dead had 4.8 million viewers.
3: Stop it right now. Yeah.
2: So Whiskey Cavalier had more what the hell? viewers in the initial run, the initial night. Yeah. Now, before you, you, people are saying, oh, that show's got bigger ratings and Maggie's never going to come back. Lauren Cohen never going to come back. Couple things to consider ABC, bigger network. Yeah. More money to promote. Number two, they did
3: promote the hell
2: out of it. They're on more televisions, more cable systems. It's a free network. You can get it over the air if you don't have cable and you have just an antenna. Yes, some people still do that. And 5 million in comparison to other network television shows is not great, whereas 4.8 on cable is usually number 1 or number 2 in the ratings. Yeah. So although shit there were a few more people, also it's still a new show. It is. The Walking Dead's on 9 9 seasons already. Yeah. So yes, technically they had more listeners. Plus The Walking Dead is more of a bin show. It's more of a streaming show. Yeah it's it's one of the most pirated shows which by the way doesn't help ratings no. and, and i and you know what if you're someone that pirates the show oh i watch it on a site there's this site i can watch my shows it sounds great that you're not paying for television but then your ratings don't get don't get counted yeah and they don't know you're watching it and then when the show gets canceled because the ratings are low
3: it's your fault
2: but yeah because in reality oh another 10 million people are watching it they're just cheating it yeah, okay, you got true. it for free, and now the show's off the air. Yeah. Or Andrew Lincoln leaves. I'm not saying this is why he leaves, but let's say somebody leaves the show because they have no money to give him a raise because you guys are stealing the TV show. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, these are like the flip side. Like with Carol, she killed one group, another one popped up. Yep. Actions have consequences.
3: <laughs> yeah. My point is yeah.
2: get your ass some cable <laughs> so that our show doesn't get canceled. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm done preaching. Uh, let's see. Uh, The Walking Dead showrunner Angela Kang, that's the headline, says, We have not seen the last of Oceanside. We always imagine the Oceanside is the least involved on a day-to-day basis with our people, but they are definitely just a part of all these groups. Certainly, they would have been invited to the fair, which we know they were because they have a banner. So we'll see what happens. Oceanside involvement, Oceanside's involvement at the upcoming fair, uh, was glimpsed in checkpoint with the banner, blah, blah, blah. Yep, I just said that. So they're coming. Yeah, they are. Whoever's still alive.
3: Yeah. Because
2: we haven't seen them really in seven years. We haven't seen them in a
3: lot. No, great. A long time. Six and a time. half years, whatever. Yeah. yeah jump.
2: Yeah. I would imagine Cindy's much older if she's alive.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, we already know her grandmother's dead. Yeah.
3: G-Ma's
2: dead. G-Ma's dead. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, Walking Dead. Uh, okay. Uh, they teased the beta backstory for next season.
3: This, I can't Angela wait.
2: Angela Kang says, stay tuned. It might not be right away but there's another season to come. We definitely have very clear, clear ideas of what Beta was doing before the apocalypse and in those early years and things. Ryan, who plays Beta, Ryan Hurst, and I have had some of the greatest conversations about it. Wow. Obviously, creator Robert Kirkman has his ideas in the comics as well, mm-hmm. which is her way of saying, well, we know there was some backstory in the comics, but we're, we're doing the show, Robert. You, you worry about your comics. <laughs> oh. Because in the comics, if I'm correct, he was a basketball player.
3: I Yeah, I remember you saying, was it in the NBA?
2: Yeah, but well, I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I believe that's the case. Uh so anyway, um what does it say here? Oh, he's someone who doesn't ever take his mask off to protect his true identity, which he hides uh behind the mask almost all of the time. In fact, he kills people for asking him to remove his mask or trying to take his Ooh. mask off. Ryan Hurst says when I first met with Angela, she thought that I would have an aversion to having the mask on all the time. She was like, "Yeah, there might be some times when you take off the mask." And I was like, well, let's talk about that. In the comics, he doesn't take his mask off. And the reasons why are never fully explained. So I said, meaning Ryan, let's discuss him actually keeping it on all the time. I think that's such a beautiful enigma of what happens to a person after the end of the world when they decide to don the skin mask of a dead human being and keep it on all the time. I think it's such a beautiful mystery of who and why does somebody decide to do that. And I think you only lessen things if you have him take off the mask. So I think you'll see him in that mask for a greater portion of Beta's time in The Walking Dead. So he's like, no. For the character, I'm all about it. Let's do it. Let's have the mask on all the time. He then confirmed he developed some backstory with Angela Kang, which he hopes finds its way into the series sooner rather than later. I had a really wild idea I brought to the table. We had a few meetings about it, and where we landed is somewhere I'm very happy about. But yeah, his backstory is solidified. Hopefully we'll start to see little bits of that at some point. But I can't tell you more than that. It's cool. That's all I can say. Um... So there you go. He says, despite the no-one-is-safe vibe of the show, Ryan Hurst expects longevity from his Walking Dead villain, especially if the character follows the trajectory of his comic book counterpart.
3: I love how involved the cast gets with the showrunners yeah. and stuff. Like, they don't just take a script and go, okay, I'll do that. Like, they right. actually sit down and come yeah. up with stories and storylines and, and so, plots, and as, they're very involved. Yep,
2: as we talked about, uh, Norman Reedus has changed some things and suggested things. and
3: Yeah, I really like that they're so involved.
2: Yep. Uh, In regards to this episode coming up, Scars, Kari Payton says, This is so creepy and amazing and awesome, and I'm excited for everyone to see the journey that both uh, Daryl and Michonne go to to get to the place where they are today. Trusting and untrusting. When they made the decisions that they've made, as far as anyone else, I am pumped. I'm so excited for you, the viewer, to see more, but I won't tell you why. You just won't hear it from me. I'm not that guy. Um, And then Michael Cutlets in November... Don't forget what he said. Um, he said, something. there's a really fucked up thing that happened during the break, okay. during the, uh, the you'll see, and he said, it was bad. So, whatever happened, oh, oh I have to make the episode explicit now, because I cursed. Oh, yeah, you did. I have to check the explicit box. What would you say, fuck? I did. Okay. Oh, now I, have, now I have to check the box <laughs> twice. Sorry. Oh, man.
3: Double check the box.
2: They double check the box. <laughs> I have to check your box.
3: Remind I, uh, me to check your box okay. later.
2: Take care of that one when, when we post it. All right, The Walking Dead episode thirteen, Choke Point. I
3: love the name of that episode.
2: Did you like it though? I did. I loved. it. I thought it was great. There was there was. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call bullshit on one scene, which I think I called last week because of the trailer, but I'll, I'll call bullshit again. Uh, so the episode opens up with Daryl, Connie, Henry, and Lydia running from the Whisperers' camp because we left off the previous yeah. episode, uh, at the camp, Daryl is mad at Lydia for not telling him how many damn whispers there are.
3: There are
2: a lot. She says, I couldn't betray my people, but she does know now she can't go back. Because otherwise her mom's going to make her kill people.
3: Her mom's a psychopath. You think?
2: She's a little bit psycho.
3: Okay. <laughs>
2: uh, Lydia says, uh, she says, we we oh, they were talking about going back to the hilltop, and they agree they can't go back to the hilltop because they'll be followed. And they don't want to bring that kind of hate and warfare down on the hilltop. Henry offers to run with Lydia in another direction so that Hilltop doesn't get blamed. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll run that way, and if they find us, we'll be like, we just ran.
3: Yeah, like, we're on our own. Like
2: Right, and Daryl says, I made a promise to your mother, meaning Carol, and I won't won't let you run off with her. (sighs) With her. Uh, Daryl wants to go one way, but Connie convinces them all, without speaking, to follow her, and then Dog follows her. Oh, and dog. Like, dog, what are you doing, dog? <laughs> dog. <my> dog. dog, dog. <laughs> uh, they show a young whisperer bitten in the neck, clearly going to die. He's gushing blood. And uh he says to Beta, I'm gonna be one of them. And Beta says, You will always be one of us.
3: Beta's really sweet. They 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 summoned his wife so she could say goodbye. Yeah, but
2: they talk about it like it's a ritual. Like it's like find his wife. Tell her the change is coming to him.
3: Well, that was weird. But at least they like didn't just stab him in the head right there.
2: Well, no, they don't stab no, him in the I head. No, I know they, they won- don't, but I'm
3: saying, so well, Be- it's good and bad to it. Right. I like that they called his wife to say goodbye.
2: Right. So, Beta says to his tracker whisperer, that woman, uh, get a fighting unit ready. Lydia will walk with us again. And they will all walk with the guardians, meaning he'll kill all of them. the guardians, the uh, uh, the guardians like of the whispers. of the
3: like an up-up-up person
2: or something. Yeah. He talks weird. So, they refer to the walkers as the guardians. Yeah. Like Those are the elite people. We're we're happy to walk among them. They protect us. That's weird. Uh, The credits pop up. Uh, Show comes back at the kingdom. Getting ready for the fair. We see the four banners, one for each community. Carol and Nabila talking about the fair. Jerry and Diane uh, tell a story how they were jumped and robbed on the road. A note is read on the back of paper with the mysterious logo on it, so the highwaymen. It says, we are the highwaymen. The road surrounding the kingdom belongs to us. All visitors attempting to travel to your fair will be turned back unless you pay our toll. They want a ransom. Yeah. For the roads that they just decided were theirs.
3: Out of nowhere.
2: Jerry apologizes. He says, these people must have overheard me talking about the fair before they jumped us. And uh, the king says, we can't pay these pirates if we wanted to. We have no supplies. We have no money. Not that money matters, but they have no supplies. No, but
3: they, they are very limited on what they have.
2: Diane says, the rumor is they are renegade saviors, Jed's group. And Carol says... Nah, it wasn't them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> My mom and I were cracking up. My mom was like, "Yeah, did you see Carol?" She's like, "Yeah, it wasn't them." Let yeah, me go out on a limb here. Uh, nope. Yeah. Not them.
2: No. Uh-uh. Were they burned? No. Uh, not them. Uh, Ezekiel says the saviors don't write letters. Something must have happened to Jed's group for the highwaymen to move in on the territory. Again, I think this is where Carol had the epiphany, like, it was my fault. Oh, shit. Uh, Jerry (laughs) says, we have to do something. And the king says, what say you, my queen? This fair could be our last chance. What
3: say you, my queen?
2: Yeah. Uh, Carol says, Jerry's right. This fair could be our last chance. In other words, we got to fight these people. Yeah. And the king says, gather up every fighter we can spare. It never ends, does it? (laughs) No, it doesn't. The world is shit. (laughs) The world is shit. That is what the world is. Oh. And by the way, that's could be real life and The Walking Dead. Oh
3: uh, yeah, no, yeah, uh, it's true. Especially
2: with the news uh, the day that this is being taped. What was this? The seventeenth? Uh, uh,
3: no, no, no. It's the fifteenth.
2: Uh, yeah, March fifteenth, Friday. Uh, by the way, uh, we're recording this on Friday, the fifteenth.
3: Yes.
2: Normally, again, we record on Tuesday or Wednesday. I want to apologize.
3: Things happen. As I
2: tweeted out, I've been sick, and I want to thank everyone that w- wished me well. You were very sick. Yeah, I, yeah and even now I'm I'm gonna have to edit out the coughs and the wheezing so yeah. you won't hear them be like, he sounds fine. <laughs> no I, I'm not not well at all mentally or physically. <laughs> uh, we're out on the road. Tara and Magnus group are out with Earl and Tammy and the baby because they're going to the fair. Uh, the three idiot teenagers and Oscar. Oscar strikes me as a red shirt. Yeah. Now they're on their way to the fair. What happens? What always happens when you're on the road?
3: Oh, there's inevitably a log or something yes! across the road. Yes. That
2: I'm calling is full there, bullshit. Stop it.
3: The roads are fine and now it's there on your way.
2: Aren't there any trees that fall sideways that fall over like one lane but not both lanes?
3: No, they come right across the full road.
2: And it's always one tree. Yeah. It's never like another hundred feet, there's another tree.
3: No, it's one. It's one, one tree.
2: One roadblock. Look, if you wanna, if you wanna have the conversations, and then have a walker herd, okay, get out and kill the walkers. That could happen. But constantly with the tree in the road.
3: I know it happens too often.
2: Oh my god. Uh, Kelly is worried. about This was another funny scene. Kelly's worried about Connie. Tara says Connie will be okay. She's with Daryl. Then Yumiko walks by and uh, says, yeah. "Daryl will be okay. She's with he, Connie. he's with he's Connie." With with Connie. Okay, so Daryl, Connie, Lydia, and Henry, who I will now refer to as Daryl's group for the next rest of this podcast. Okay. Connie suggests going up into a building to get to high ground. Walkers can't go up there. Um, that's the theory, anyway. Uh, Connie writes a note that says, choke point, which Daryl says, good idea. He says, they use walkers for protection. There's only a few of them in the middle, right? And Lydia says, if we go up there, we'll be trapped. Like, we won't be able to get that back down. They'll come in the lobby. Which, by the way... Although is correct, if they went up in the building to hide, they wouldn't necessarily know they were in the building.
3: No. How would they know?
2: Right. You can't... Without a dog, you're not going to be able to track people on concrete.
3: No, you can't assume just because there's a building right. that they went inside. The
2: walkers wouldn't necessarily smell them and know that they ran into a building.
3: No, definitely not. So
2: I don't think Lydia knew the plan was to shoot uh, shoot uh, crossbow bolts off the
3: terrace. Yeah, but, off the terrace. Yeah, <laughs> but good
2: thing there was a terrace that they could walk out on yeah, and shoot the...
3: And shoot it very it very off, convenient.
2: Yeah. Um, Lydia says Alpha won't send an army because she doesn't have to. She'll send Beta. And Daryl says, I'm sick of running. This Beta. See their best? And Lydia says, yes. And he says, good. We'll kill him first. Kill him first. Which is a great scene. But wouldn't the next question be to Lydia in a real world situation? What does he look like?
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: Which one's beta? Yeah. Is there any way I'll be able to tell which one beta is? Yeah. That's the part where I was like, ah. mm. three-sevenths.
3: Three-sevenths.
2: <laughs> three-sevenths bullshit. Jerry sees the highwaymen camped out. They all have guns. Carol asks Diane if she can take them both out before with arrows before they start shooting. Carol says, maybe we can just... Then she goes, maybe we can just talk to them. They sent the letter. They're civilized. And Jerry disagrees. Diane agrees with Carol. So the women are like, let's kill them. And Carol says, you know what? Let's talk to them. If they don't listen, then we'll kill them. Yeah. Seems like a fair, fair idea. Uh, Daryl's group, Connie finds a bunch of supplies. She tells Daryl, Magna's group stayed there at some point. So for those people that were calling bullshit... Why would she stay there? The whole group stayed there. Um, oh, remind me I have one more photograph that I want to go back to.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, we'll do it at the end. That was online. That was pulled down very quickly. Uh, Connie says, after this, the girl stays. And when I say Connie says, I mean she wrote on a note. Yeah. Daryl says, if we take her back, our friends will die. So now Connie's all about taking her back. And Daryl's like, I'm not taking her back to the hilltop. And Connie says, we have friends. She doesn't. Like, we have to be her friends. Connie. Connie. Baby saver.
3: Uh,
2: the kingdom. King Ezekiel, Carol and Jerry go to meet with the highwaymen and Diane, of course. Their leader is the guy we keep seeing in all the trailers that he's at the fair. Fat yeah. man. I call him Fat Cowboy.
3: Fat Cowboy.
2: Fat Cowboy. Uh, King Ezekiel tries to work out a deal. They pull guns and muskets on them. Muskets. Muskets. Uh, I guess they're the musketeers.
3: What? I, I could I go for
2: three musketeers it. right about now.
3: Oh, I oh it's just fluffy. For fluffiness.
2: Nougat. Chocolate. Nougat. What is nougat? It's the fluffy
3: stuff. The fluffy stuff? Yeah. Okay.
2: The fluffy stuff. (laughs) And then if you add caramel, Mm. you have a Milky Way. And if you add nuts and caramel, you have Snickers. Oh, I love Snickers. Right now people are going, mind blown. I love Snickers. That can't be right. I have to look that up. It's basically that. Yeah. Three Musketeers. Add caramel, it's basically a Milky Way. Add nuts, it's Snickers. Yeah. I like your basic Musketeers. When you eat Three Musketeers, do you just bite it? I
3: don't really like three musketeers. You're time. dead to me. <laughs> but if I do, yeah, I bite it.
2: Sometimes, uh, well, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Sometimes I'll bite the chocolate off around the, the fluffy nougat.
3: And then what do you do with that? Then, then
2: I just I go to town on the nougat.
3: <laughs> go to town
2: on the nougat. I, I, I get an old noogie in there. I get in there. <laughs> I noogie that up.
3: Now I want chocolate. Why are you looking at me like that?
2: No, you're like, we're talking about nougat, though. You want chocolate? Yeah,
3: but you're talking about Snickers and Milky Way.
2: All right, speaking of chocolate, for those of you who have not seen Jamie, the talking Jamie on social media, Jamie's not a blonde anymore.
3: I am a full brunette now, dark.
2: Yeah, dark, dark. And I see that you you darkened your eyebrows to match your hair.
3: No, these are my real eyebrows. That was a joke. Oh, okay.
2: Uh-huh. Didn't somebody call you out because your eyebrows were yes! dark brown?
3: Jim Kerr called me out once when I was Barbie blonde and he's like, look at her eyebrows. I just found out that means her hair's not really. And blonde. if
2: you don't know who Jim Kerr is, Jim Kerr <laughs> hosts the Q1043 morning show here in New York. Yes. A legend, literally, a member of the Radio Hall of Fame.
3: Literally a New York legend. And yet
2: is the last person that would tell you he's a legend. He denies it and he's like, leave me alone. I'm just a radio yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, a wonderful entertainer, but he called you out it for was your funny. I was eyebrows, like, Jim. Sh- sh- yeah, Ixnay on the eyebrow thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, so they pull muskets. They demand payment uh, and and uh, or we'll hold you guys for ransom. And King Ezekiel says, we have nothing to give you. So Fat Cowboy says, we'll take whatever you have. Food, water, etc. And then I don't, it doesn't matter, but uh, Diane shoots an arrow into one of them. I don't know if she killed him, winged him. I don't remember. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Don't tweet me. But don't tweet, don't tweet don't me. me. Whatever happened, happened. Happen. And King Ezekiel says, what you ask threatens the future of our community and will fight to stop you from taking it. And the, and the kingdom members come out from behind them.
3: Man, that was badass! It was I was badass. like, "What? How did they get there?" Right
2: now, before that happened, the highwaymen were in silhouette form. They were, it was darky, and right, and they were standing among mannequins. mannequins and cardboard cutouts. It was
3: creepy. You couldn't tell. You're like, "Oh God, right. which one is which?" So it
2: looked like it made it look like there were more of them. Yeah. So I wondered, they haven't been there that long. Jed's group isn't dead that long. No. So they travel on horseback with cardboard cutouts and mannequins, or did this factory? I- Right off the kingdom, have these cardboard cutouts. I think of,
3: they they could not travel with them. I think this factory just happened to have them, and it worked with their. Advantage. Or do you think
2: they keep them with them so they can travel in the? uh...
3: How do you carry them? They're freaking heavy.
2: Yeah, but what if they what if they use those so they can ride in the carpool lane?
3: <laughs> oh my god! Right, they, that think about yeah.
2: that. Right, K- yeah. keep a mannequin. Who's gonna pull them over? Rick's dead. <laughs> no oh, spoiler. Nobody. Rick's Aww, not dead. Too soon. But Rick's off the show. Yeah, Rick's not off there. The show. He's dead in their eyes, in their minds. In their mind. All right. So, Carol, one of them says, we'd like to offer you a job. Instead of threatening the roads, you and your people can keep the roads safe for us.
3: And then he had a... Oh, yeah, it was Ezekiel said it. creepy laugh.
2: And No, no, then Jerry whispered into King Ezekiel's ear, and then King Ezekiel says, and uh, Jerry would very much like his because sword, sword back. back. How great is Jerry? I love Jerry. If you could just ask him my sword back while you're making demands, I'm really great, okay? Okay, okay, okay bye. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Fat Cowboy says, and what do we get? First of all, you're being held at knife point, so yeah. your life. <laughs> and uh, King Ezekiel says, access to the kingdom and the fair. And Fat Cowboy laughs, and he says, Is that supposed to be a joke? And he pulls Jerry's sword out and says, they're going to have to do better than that. I got a sword. Carol says, when was the last time you saw a movie? And the cowboy goes, seriously?
3: I love that. And she's so cute with her little smirk. When was the last time you saw
2: a movie? They're willing to give up everything, right? All all our demands to see a movie. I guess so. Okay, be honest. Do you think he was thinking porn?
3: No. No, okay. coming from Carol, no.
2: No, but from Fat Cowboy. You think he was like, is it, is it a porn boy?
3: Ew, maybe he had that thought.
2: Like, if you hadn't seen a, a porn or any kind of adult content in 10 years.
3: He might be about it. Might be about it. Yeah,
2: he might be. I kind of feel like some of them, like, how is no one walking around with a porno mag? Like, they found one in a store and they just tucked it away and they somewhere. Just
3: kept it in Because you their, can't have it on your phone because the saddle. phones are long dead. True.
2: You got to have porn. Like, you know the girls have, like, a romantic novel hidden somewhere. <laughs>
3: it's like Fabio right? on the cover. But
2: girl toys, they must have, like, adult toys. They don't need batteries. like, you know, okay. Well, there's
3: no batteries. But
2: sans battery, 10-inch Daryl Dixon. You don't need a battery. Well, you
3: don't need a battery for that. No,
2: no. That's what I hear. <laughs> Daryl's group. Henry makes a spear out of a closet rod for Lydia. Oh, look what,
3: I, look what he made did. He goes,
2: and it's sharpened, so it's easier for you to kill.
3: He's and in Lurve.
2: And he's in Lurve, Virgin. And he says, <laughs> she says, these are my people. They've looked out for me for now most she's of my life.
3: don't backpedaling. Don't backpedal. Sorry,
2: I can't do it. Ooh, will you? Will you? You won't kill anybody, will you? <laughs> I've got female body parts. <laughs> uh, he says, I'll try not to, I promise. Oh, my God. I'll do Henry. my best. I'm like, that's going to cost you, dude. Yeah. Uh, she says, why are you doing this? And he says, you don't want to go back. It was the right thing to do. No, it was a stupid thing to do. You made my mother look weak. She'll find us. There's no place we can go. First of all, y'all, you, you, you people don't have cars. No. If you if you just went in one direction, she's not going to find you. No. They're not going to move the herd. They're not going to find you in Texas if you went to Fear the Walking no. Dead.
3: Yeah, yeah, right.
2: You can get away. It's not like your only choices in life were to go to Hilltop, Alexandria, and the Kingdom.
3: Exactly.
2: Eventually, she'll go to all three places. <laughs> all right. So Henry says, "Uh, she says there's no place we can go. Did you mean what you said that you'd go with me?" And he says, yeah, I did. So he'd leave his family for Heart Virgin. Mm. She Henry. says, tell me the real reason you came for me. He goes, because I care about you. And they go to kiss, and then Daryl's like, ahem. Daryl's
3: like, <clears throat> We gotta Excuse go. Me. Let's go. Break it up.
2: Uh, Tara's group on the road, about 10 walkers are coming. Uh, she says they could be some of those sickos. And Yumiko says, watch their hands for weapons, mm-hmm. which is the new reality. Uh, one walker almost gets uh, Gage, but Addy saves his life by stabbing it with her stick. Two walkers jump on Earl. They don't bite him or scratch him amazingly, but they get him to the ground.
3: They do get him to the ground. Tammy They're jumps. Trying.
2: Tammy jumps off the cart in old lady skills. She's old like, lady skills. She's like the, woman on, the older woman on Survivor that you know is going to be gone in three weeks. Oh, yeah. And she tries to do the challenges, and she's like, I'll do the puzzles. <laughs> I'll do the puzzle challenge. I'm good oh, at puzzles. Oh, my God. But you're not good at puzzles. You just don't want to run up the ladder. Yeah, because you can't. And then when you're not good at the puzzle, they vote you off because now you got nothing. But you wanted to do the show because you're like, I can hang with the people. The tribe has spoken. But you're in your 50s, probably closer to 60, and you're frail. Look, if you're listening to this podcast and you're in your 50s and you could do Survivor, God bless you. I'm not saying all people. But you know, every season there's those old people and you're like, they're not going to last.
3: Yeah. I couldn't do Survivor. You could not. No, I could not. Unless you
2: took Daryl Dixon with you. That's your one item. (laughs) That's my one item. You do get one, they call it a pleasure item item? (laughs) from home. (laughs) I think that's what that is. Uh, So, yeah. Okay. So, um, Lydia spots the whispers coming up the street. And the herd is being led by Beta, who's somehow in the middle. Somehow he's leading them from the middle. Yeah. So I guess somebody in the front was uh, was also a Whisperer. And the tracker Whisperer uh, is next to Beta. She's like, we go this way, I can track him. Uh, I don't know how you track him on cement, but okay. Yeah. Daryl then shoots his crossbow into, coincidentally... The young kid who had just turned to a walker with the, I'm going to be one of them. He
3: was super fresh.
2: There was like 40 walkers and whisperers and there. And he
3: shoots that one. He
2: shoots the one that doesn't, I mean, maybe he looked at it and said, that person looks human. Yeah. But then it wouldn't be a whisper. Yeah. And he, so he, Daryl basically killed that guy twice. Yeah. Because it was his herd that-, that Oh that yeah, better. you're right. Yeah, no, I'm right. You're right. I'm right. I'm right. Mm-hmm. That pissed Beta off. Because that was his boy. So Beta looks, directly looks up at Daryl. And at that point, I think maybe Daryl may have noticed it, that he looked up. I don't know. Yeah. My point is, all the walkers are like five foot, ten, six feet maybe. And Beta is the guy in the middle. I was going
3: to say, if you had to take a stab at who was Beta, there it is.
2: The tall one, second in command. Lydia might have mentioned that, though. By the way, he's 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, something like that. Uh, You know, aim for that guy.
3: Yeah, that guy.
2: But she didn't do that. Uh, The herd gets in the building. At this point they've barricaded one of the staircases. Uh Beta tells the woman stalker stalker tracker, hey. take the take the whispers, the whispers, take the walkers up that staircase. So they can go upstairs if you lead them, I guess, yeah. right? They can right slowly. Yeah. We know that. Uh Daryl takes Lydia with him. She's like, "You're coming with me." Beta and two whispers climb over stuff blocking the stairs. Um Now here's the thing. Uh, I think it was Marcus. Forgive me Marcus if it wasn't you. Um uh, but I think it was Marcus who said when they went to climb on the chairs right mm-hmm. that the walkers would realize they aren't walkers and attack them so, that, so Marcus I think it was calling bullshit what I would say is I don't know if they were paying attention and they climbed over so quickly without making without talking yeah. that it may not have looked I don't think the walkers looked and went we don't climb up chairs
3: no, they're too dumb. They just, they smell.
2: Right. If they moved slowly, which they did.
3: Yeah. No, I think they're fine.
2: I think they're okay. I think they're okay. I'm doing this. This is my oh, microphone. Okay. okay. Um, they know it's a trap, but they climb over anyway. And the bulk of the walkers stay down in the in the lobby area. Daryl locks Liddy in a closet with the dog because she isn't going to fight, so she's useless. And she thanks him. Thank you for doing this for me. Uh, Beta is going through the building looking for them. They split up. So he, the people he's with split up. Henry kills one of them. Another sneaks up and Connie kills him. Then Connie's outnumbered. A Whisperer jumps Henry. Beta and two more burst in to where Daryl is. And Daryl retreats. Holy crap. So it's it's Beta and two other guys. That was
3: an intense scene.
2: Then a guy walks up behind a, a sheet that's hanging. So the, the Palm building's on the construction. Yeah. There's sheetrock. There's sheets being hung for some reason. Uh, and so you see the silhouette. It's of, like those
3: plastic dividers to keep the dust out.
2: Right. Yes, yeah. that's right. And you see his silhouette. Yeah. And Daryl puts an axe in his belly. Oh, and
3: there's blood everywhere. And he screamed.
2: Uh, lucky for Lydia. One-tenth bullshit. In the closet is a crowbar. Yeah. She uses the crowbar to get out. Now, somebody tweeted me and said, did I notice the crowbar was backwards? No, I did not. I'll have to go back and watch. Okay. So that may have been a may have been a flaw continuity problem. Henry gets stabbed in the leg. Uh, dog kills the guy. Dog uh, who, is awesome. Well, Dog jumps on the guy, and then they're able to kill him, because... yeah, uh, Dog! <laughs> Connie kills the Whisperer. Henry apologizes for killing one of the Whisperers, and Lydia says, It's okay. It's okay. You did what you had to do. I love you, and you're a virgin. <laughs> Daryl slits the throat of Beta's second Whisperer, and then Beta runs in, breaks in, and tackles Daryl. Beta says, where's the girl? Um, they fight. They both have double knives. Now, we talked about this. Daryl has the finger knives. Yeah. And in the comics, Beta has those knives. Mm. We did not see Daryl not take his knives after the fight. But we don't know if Daryl may pick... Th- uh, Beta may pick them up after the fight. I
3: hope he picked them
2: up. Well, yeah, exactly. So we thought that fight was going to result in Daryl losing the knives. Um... So, Beta picks Daryl up, dirty dancing style, like we talked about last week. (laughs) Slams him down. Man. Puts his neck neck over a table saw blade. Oh, God. And again, he says, where is she? He seems to only care about the girl and not really about whether or not they kill these people.
3: Yeah, they just want Lydia. Well, he does.
2: Daryl breaks free by punching Beta and throws Beta down. They keep fighting. Daryl pulls out a switchblade, stabs Beta in the shoulder. He throws Daryl through a sheetrock wall. Jeez. Now, rather than run around the wall, we'll go through the hole.
3: Let's go through it.
2: No, Beta starts uh, walking towards the wall, and he says, you and your people are nothing to me. Your world is already dead. All I want is the girl. So again, the same way Alpha kept saying, I don't want conflict.
3: There will be conflict.
2: I just want my daughter back, and there will be no conflict. Yeah. Beta is sort of saying the same thing.
3: Kind of, yeah.
2: You killed our people. You had the walkers come in and, right, we just want to be left alone.
3: Just give us the girl. Give us the girl back. I'm gonna we'll leave.
2: We don't want to fight. Leave us alone. I feel like that might be slightly genuine now. Yeah. I feel like if we stop going in into their land, they might be willing to le- just walk away. Leave us alone. That's clearly not gonna happen going forward because it's a TV show. Yes. Uh so beta walks through the uh the opening and he's over by the what looks like an elevator shaft. And Daryl was hiding under oh, a floorboard. Oh man, that was so cool! He comes up, runs at him, and pushes him down the elevator chute, just like they did in the hospital. It was awesome. Uh, scene in uh, when when uh, Emily Kinney, who played Beth, pushed the uh, other cop down the elevator yeah. shaft, right? So you assume Beta. Well, Daryl thinks Beta's is dead, and he spits down the elevator shaft like, "You're done." Not really sure that in this world you should think that's. What really happened? No, but... He picks up his pocket knife. We don't know if he picked up his big knife. Uh, at the kingdom, fat cowboy and his horse walk by Jerry, who clearly does not like him. Yeah. But they looked at each other for a second, and that's when I thought, they look a lot alike.
3: A little bit, yeah,
2: they do. Hmm. That's why I think one of them's going to die. Mm. He tips his hat to King Ezekiel and Carol. Again, that's the scene we've kept seeing in all the trailers. Uh, Nabila asks Tammy and Earl about the baby. Earl says they brought it to see if they could find it at home. Like, we brought it to the fair. Maybe someone wants to adopt it. And Tammy says, I'm not letting go of this baby. I want to keep it. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, she's dead. Yeah, dead. And, you know, then I was like, well, maybe Nabeel is going to die too because she's like, oh, I'll, maybe, you know, oh, the baby. Oh. Mm. I don't know. More babies. Yeah. Uh, Tara hugs King Ezekiel and Carol. They haven't seen each other in a while. Uh, the three teens from the uh, Abercrombie Fitch ad. <laughs> okay, this was weird. They smiled and hugged for no reason. They were like, it cut to them and they were like, yeah, hug, high five. So the only thing I could think of, if you have a theory, you can tweet us at David Brody, at the Talking Jamie, at walkers underscore talkers. Were they excited because they had finally seen the king and queen that they heard so much about?
3: Maybe. I don't, I don't know.
2: Because it was a weird edit. All of a sudden they were like, Yeah, but there was no reason. For it.
3: <laughs> no reason for
2: it. All right. Um, so they're like, where are Daryl and Henry? And Connie says, knocking out car windows to draw the... Wa- oh, so they're like, they don't know where they are. So they cut to Connie. She's knocking out car windows to draw the walkers out of the building. Yep. Uh, Henry is bandaged up. Daryl says, they might go to Alexandria, but we're not going to stay if we go there. Um, we need to just go. and We need to move on, all of us. We need to go there, get mm. him bandaged up, and then leave. And Henry says, where? And Daryl says, I hear there's a whole world out there. A whole new world. Oh, man. You know, like wherever Rick is or the Fear the Walking yeah. Dead cast. Ugh. Uh, cut to the elevator shaft, Beta landed on top of an elevator, only about four floors down, which still could kill people. Uh, yeah. But apparently he got pushed and managed to land on his boot feet, not break an ankle or anything, except his mouth was bloody. And he looked angry.
3: Wasn't blood running out of his head?
2: Uh, well, I just saw his teeth were red. Oh,
3: yeah. And so that. maybe he banged his head, too. Yeah, he had blood coming out of the, his noggin.
2: His mouth, his wherever. Yeah. Little... Political joke there. <laughs> uh, scenes for next week: Judith and Michonne crying at a grave site It looked like. Yeah, I don't. Know but it was at they're... Alexandria. So is that? I guess that's where Carl's buried.
3: Yeah, he is buried. Right. There.
2: It wasn't Glenn or Abraham. No,
3: because that wouldn't mean anything to Judith.
2: Unless they made a fit, like maybe they made a, a, an homage grave to Rick.
3: Yeah, or that.
2: You know, like and, that's
3: what I was thinking actually, or Carl.
2: Yeah, uh, Daryl is at the gate outside. Michonne questions uh, Lydia, like, "What's she doing here?". And Henry's like, I'll vouch for her. I'm like, you'll vouch for her.
3: Oh, Henry.
2: Who the F are you? You live at you live at uh, the kingdom <laughs> I know, right? you and the hilltop. Live you have nothing to do with Alexandria. Michelle's like, I don't I barely know you I kid. I don't even know you. You didn't even know Carl, my son. Yeah. E- True. E- Enid Enid uh Enid talked to him about Carl and then he mentioned his name. True. All right. Uh Judith says to uh Daryl, what would my dad do? Because that was one of the trailers also. Yeah. She and Daryl sitting in Alexandria and he's like...
3: It's such a cute little scene.
2: About protecting people and what's important. She's like, what would my dad do? Uh, Michonne gives Judith Rick's python gun. I guess it's a flashback because in the beginning of the episode, she found his gun by the water. Mm -hmm. At some point she gives him the gun. Uh, Michonne is on a horse looking for Judith. That looks present tense. Present tense. Yeah. Like it's now, not a flashback. She's screaming, where's Judith? Where's Judith? She's
3: like, Judith.
2: Now that may be a cliffhanger. Maybe oh, the whispers. Maybe the whisperers took Judith. Like, give us Lydia. We'll give you Judith. Ooh, right.
3: They better hand her so over. So Judith
2: is missing in some timeline. I assume current. Um, Michonne's run, uh, flying on a horse, looking for her. Michonne's killing walkers with her sword, screaming for Judith. Talking Dead. Connie and Ryan Hurst were on. I, I enjoyed it. My favorite in memoriam was they showed the um, them climbing over the steps right? The walkers yeah. uh, uh, over the trap and they said it's a trap and then they showed the walker behind the tarp getting killed with the axe and they said it's a tarp. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a trap if you don't know is a reference to uh, uh, Admiral Akbar from Star Wars in Return of the Jedi, spoiler, when he realizes something is a trap set by the uh, Emperor Yeah. and he says it's a trap it's a trap, like that and so it's a tarp was a funny play on the. I just thought it was very, very clever.
3: It was, I love that in Memoriam. They're always very funny.
2: Uh, they're now selling online, which uh, at the Talking Dead shop, whatever that website is, you know what it is.
3: Talking Dead. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. Shopthedead.com. Yeah. That's, yeah. If Dog Dies, We Riot.
3: I love that. Uh,
2: which I'm surprised you don't own yet.
3: I know. I want to get one.
2: All right. Uh, next week, uh, so this episode, episode 14, here's the plot synopsis. An outsider's arrival, which is Lydia, forces Alexandria to... To rehash devastating old wounds, mm. which means they let someone else in the community and it didn't go right. Yeah, which is why she was so rude to Magna's Group. Yes, eye-opening secrets are revealed from the and from the past. Oh, eye-opening secrets from the past are revealed, which is the X scars and whatever they did yeah. that Daryl doesn't want to talk about. My guess is they let someone in. He screwed them over. He may have tried branding people. Really bad. Whatever. And they killed him or his whole family or whatever, something.
3: Yeah, it did not go well.
2: did not go well. So we'll find that out in two days from when we record this podcast.
3: And then what was the picture you wanted to mention? Oh, yes.
2: Thank you. That's why you're here, Jamie. Thank you.
3: Hi. Um, I'm good for some things.
2: It's a picture that looks like it's on set because you can see a hill of snow. And then off the scene, off to the right... You see a fan blowing snowflakes or uh, soap flakes.
3: Where is this picture from?
2: Uh, it was on a spoiler site. Oh, okay. Maybe, or, you know, uh, and it's been taken down. And it's clearly, it looks like it's in a sound studio because you see the lights on the ceiling. Oh, okay. And it's the, it's, you can't tell if it's the cast members or whisperers, but they're walking away from a tree that's missing its top and they're walking in the snow. I believe that's probably from the final episode where I, we already that, told you
3: Yeah, it's going to have That snow.
2: snow is going to hit the area. Yeah. So that's confirmed that I'll show you the picture and you can see what okay. what it at least one scene might look like. But there's nothing about um, for those of you who know, it's not a picture of a pike. It's mm. a taller tree. Okay. All right. I got to go and get some rest.
3: <sighs> yes, you do.
2: I don't even have the energy to do this. <laughs> so we may have to you may have to do more of the shutting.
3: Okay, I'll I'll help out.
2: All right, I'm gonna tell you it's time. Okay. But you're gonna shut it. Okay. Okay. It's it's time.
3: What time is it? It's, it's time, time to, to shut, shut this, this shit down. down.
2: Did, did we shut it? We shut it. I I can't shut it.
3: I shut it. It's not it's, it's not
2: all the way shut. Look, it's, it's still open. You can see light coming through.
3: <laughs> what are you talking about? Shut it. What are you talking
2: about? You didn't shut it all the way. I did shut it. We we'll try it one more. Can we try it again. We try it again. We yeah. shut it completely this time. Sure. Okay, it's time. What time is it? It's, it's time, time for to you to shut, shut this shit, shit down. down. Oh,
0: that's much better. <laughs>